Welcome back to the trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all, especially the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really means a lot. And thank you again, always like that for the continued support, the regular names in the comment section, and the hashtag BananaCats. If you have a story and you want it to be told, be sure to click the links in the description and contact us and we'll talk about it. Absolutely. How are you, Drew? I'm doing all right, G. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I'm ready to dive into the podcast. Do you guys remember not last episode, but the episode before when we had Janice on and she came on and told her story? Well, some family members reached out and they wanted to come on and tell their side of the story as well. And instead, they have a statement for us. So we're going to read you guys their statement and then talk about it a little bit afterwards. John Roger Swigart, known to most as Roger, was shot and killed in front of his girlfriend, Janice Smith. This statement was compiled by his siblings, Brenda Farthing, Terry Swigart, and myself, Kathy Watson, with our feelings and beliefs on the incident and who our brother was. In your podcast with Janice Smith, she gave the background of the ongoing problems that were occurring in the area where my brother had his cabin and was shot and killed, as well as the nature of his self-confessed killer, Mark Leslie Allen. Mark Allen was harassing and intimidating many of the people up on the mountain. On June 16, 2019, our brother stood up to Mark Allen about the harassment and paid for it with his life. Roger was unarmed and was just having a verbal confrontation with him to get to the bottom of the problem. Then it got physical. When Mark Allen reached into his pickup, Roger grabbed him from behind because it was a well-known fact to most, all who had land in the area, that Mark always had his gun on his hip or in his truck. Once he had his pistol and began firing, Roger was trying to defend himself as well as Janice and her friend. Mark fired five times, hitting Roger first in the groin and then fatally in the head. Janice and her friend witnessed the shooting and tried to give first aid to Roger, just imagining what that must have been like to try to treat a gunshot wound to the head horrifies and sickens me. For them to have actually witnessed such a violent death is unimaginable. That has to have been the most traumatizing experience in their lives. I hope that they're receiving help to eventually at least partially recover from that. She has lost someone that she loved. We know that loss only too well, having lost four brothers, three of them under tragic circumstances. What we would like to actually talk about is our brother Roger, give you a glimpse of his character. Roger was the youngest of seven children. He was fun, loving, he loved the outdoors, was an avid hunter, loved fishing, riding his ATV and snowmobile, and being at his cabin. He never liked school much and ended up dropping out but he did get his GED. He worked on local farms and in construction, but eventually got a job at a roofing company. He worked his way up and the owner kind of took him under his wing. When the owner decided to retire, Roger purchased the company. He built it up and became a well-respected businessman of J.R. Swigart Roofing, who was honest and fair with all his clients. He received a prestigious contractor's award that only about 1% ever received, showing his integrity as a businessman. Roger left two children behind, a daughter, Jamie, who was on disability, and a son, Chris, who was left to handle all the legalities, as well as struggle through his grief. Roger was 59 years old. Looking forward to selling his business and retiring early to spend more time at the cabin where he got so much enjoyment. 
He was known as an easygoing good guy. He was even described as such by the man who killed him. Many who heard about the incident could not believe that Roger would have been the aggressor. He helped out many of the people up there loaning tools, equipment, and his labor, even to people he didn't know. He was always very generous. He had many, many good friends, personal and business. Many have commented that the mountain is just not the same without Roger there. The editor of our hometown newspaper, Patrick Shelby of the Sunnyside Sun, wrote an article shortly after Roger was killed. Here are a few excerpts. I did not know Roger Swigart, however, I have met and spoken with a few of his friends. And yes, they miss him and are angry he is no longer on this planet or on a mountain hill of wilderness with them, enjoying the outdoor spirit he embodied. They echoed in harmony his quality of character to stand up for what was right or to defend family and friends. What defined the caring man and generous spirit for others? And that is one of the reasons they are outraged by his death. My dad used to tell me that a man is judged by the quality of his friends, and from the ones I've met, Roger was a rich man who will be missed. They seek justice to be served on behalf of their friend. It angers us that his killer is free and still on the mountain, hearing that he is still harassing anyone who will not go along with him or he feels has offended him. Who might die next before he is stopped? He has lied and manipulated many situations, but still seems to have gained favor with Sheriff Bob Songer. They have investigated Roger's death for two days at least. That was how long Mark Allen was held in jail. They took Mark Allen's word as plausible that the incident was self-defense without verifying any of his statement. And Roger was dead and not able to give his side of it. Our family feels Roger's life was worth more than a cursory investigation. And our goal is to see that this happens. We're hoping Janice and the sheriff's office can work out the details so a videotaped interview with Janice and her friend can be arranged to refute Mark Allen's claim of self-defense. Roger deserves justice, and Mark Allen needs to pay for the senseless death of our brother. That was the statement that Brenda, Terry, and Kathy sent to us for us to read to you guys. It was their side. They're not fully comfortable with coming on, but if they are, they're more than welcome any time to come on the podcast. Yeah, we, uh, this is a really hard situation because I really don't know where to go completely. And if any of our former guests are on, are listening, and they can think of a way to help rectify this, please reach out because this is, it's a hard one and it's, it's heartbreaking. And Roger really does deserve justice. And I, I, I'm almost at a loss for words still about the situation. I talked to Janice today, and one thing's for sure, throughout this whole experience, she has developed PTSD and a lot of anxiety and ongoing stress throughout this whole scenario, as I'm sure the family has been dealing with some of those things as well. So I know that this is such a touchy subject for them, and it's very hard. And if anybody that's listening knows of any way that they could help or know someone that can help, please do reach out. We can connect you all together to be able to communicate. It's worth a shot. There's anyone out there that can help in any way. Yeah, we can facilitate. It doesn't even have to be on air or anything like that. We can facilitate a chat room for everybody to get together and talk. So if you guys would like that, please reach out to me or G again. 100%. I think we should end it on that. 
Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. We appreciate y'all. If you have any questions, please check the links in the description and feel free to reach out. Banana cats. Till next time, banana cats. Much love. Peace.